I'm Lindsay Wilson, the Queen of Glam, and this is the podcast, Business of Glam. I created this podcast to help us all find the magic in business and everyday life. With over 20 years in the beauty industry, you name it, I've probably done it, avid product and fashion enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a single 40-year-old woman on a quest to live my best authentic life, I wanted to bring you people and resources to help inspire you to do the same. In balancing all life has to throw at us, the highs and the lows, I hope we can learn to ride these waves together to find the true essence of glam. Because at the end of the day, I think what we are all craving is community, connection, and a sense of not being alone. So join me on this journey to turn glam outside in. We know life can be challenging, especially when you're grieving the loss of someone. So on this mini episode of Business of Glam, we brought you some advice on how to best navigate these times. We hope that it helps with whatever you might be facing now. It's, it's crazy how much I think us as individuals, as women, as people, as entrepreneurs, as parents and partners, how much strength we really do have when literally what you think could never happen. I could never thought that I would be a widow at the age of 36. I never thought that I would be diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 37. Yeah. And yet there can be good that comes from it and you have the strength to get through it. So Absolutely. I hope that's inspiring to somebody just going through the stuff going through life we've all gone through so many hard times with the pandemic and just all of the challenges and i just encourage listeners to you know you're stronger than you think and you can do it day by day day by day minute by minute (laughs) i mean exactly i was like you have to trudge through but right somehow you end up on the other side absolutely even when it feels impossible absolutely and you know i think it was my experience with suicide and being a widow um, and Tyler committing suicide that really gave me an appreciation of what isolation can do and what isolation is. You know, I always say what killed Tyler was the feeling of isolation. Yeah. He obviously thought he was the only person going, having these thoughts, going through these mental struggles and so forth. And that really became a foundation for what I did with the breast education and night out with the girls. I want to decrease isolation between people. And mm-hmm. I think that you can do that by increasing the connection, not over the stuff that's in the pamphlets. We're talking the real, the yeah. raw, you know, my breast feelings yeah. and being able yeah. to talk to people and being able yeah. to see that other people have gone through exactly. it. Exactly. You can just show love. Show love to the people who've lost people. Right? Because that's the other thing. Our culture does not know how to deal with grief and loss. No, we don't. <laughs> For sure. I I watched a documentary on this and it was like, we're the only culture that like doesn't really know what to do. I, I will tell you, I, I feel really sad when I hear people say we're not going to do a funeral. Because that is the stage of saying hello to the death mm-hmm. in order to say goodbye to the person, right? We have to be able to say, shit, this is real. Yeah. Because then we're going to be in complicated grief where we're denying it. We're stuck in something. But have the ceremony. Their life deserved that. So many people are afraid to have the ceremony of like, no, we don't want to bury someone. We don't want to do that. That is 
that is ceremonially part of who we are as people, right? Ancestors did that. Mm-hmm. You have to celebrate the life. Yes. And it's not only celebrating it, but it's also allowing the space for the mourners to mourn. Yeah. And so many people don't even want to mourn at funerals. I can't cry at the funeral. Bullshit. Do whatever you need to do to let your body show how much pain it's in from the loss of the loved one. Because you can do that. You showing how much you loved that person through your mourning, that's a gift. Yeah. Let it happen. Have ceremony. What are some advice for people that have been impacted by any Mm. type of death? I mean, it doesn't just have to be suicide, Mm. but to grieve and to get through that grieving process and how you kind of get through losing somebody that you love and care about. What I would suggest is finding a clinician who specializes in grief and loss because they are going to do what I call the three S, the, the sacred threes, which is sitting in sacred silence. Because our culture does this thing where it's, oh, but you had them for so many years. Like, at least you had a good life with him. Mm-hmm. Or, man, tell me all about how he died. They want to go into the gory details and all the nasty stuff, right? It's like gossip. And some people are like, well, we don't have to talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Let's just focus on something else. That's like ignoring any other emotion that comes up. And I will tell you, all of us are impacted with grief, loss, and life transition. And to not talk about it blows my mind. (laughs) I mean, our culture is just now getting to a phase of sexual acceptance. At what point are we going to get to a death and dying acceptance? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. And if somebody dies, send them my way. I will give them resources. I've got plenty of books. You don't have to go through this alone. Find somebody who is going to be a companion through your grief and mourning, not somebody who's going to, like, be morbid or try and shut it down. But I think we all need to learn how to be companions for grief because it touches everybody. I know. I always tell people, like, and they're like, I just don't know. I was like, nobody knows what to say. And to be honest. Do you ever like, have to say anything sometimes? Well, I was like, I know people that reached out to me, but I couldn't tell you one word that they said. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like mm-hmm. in a fog and a haze when mm-hmm. like a close tragedy mm-hmm. happens to you. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that they know that they can turn to you. Yeah. And that yeah. you've reached out. There's that connection there. And it, it, like, just say whatever. Yes. Just rip that band-aid and just say anything. Like, I love you. Yeah. Here for you. Yeah. And even, you know, like, there's really nice condolences cards that you can send. Like, you're on my mind. I think meal trains are wonderful, especially for people who may have lost a spouse or really anybody. But meal trains, people don't think to eat. People don't think to take care of themselves, to shower, to whatever else. And sometimes you need someone to just care for you. So if you can be that person to just, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. When they get home from the funeral, I'm going to be their caregiver. That's such a gift. Yeah. I'm going to bring meals. I'm going to have Grubhub drop a food off. Let me pay your bills so then you don't have to focus on it for the next couple of weeks and you can just mourn. 
those are gifts, right? And then when they start talking about a brother who was hit by a car or a brother who was committed by suicide or whatever else it might be, you don't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. You can say what's going on for you. And sit in the space and be like, yeah, I can see that sucks for you, man. What do you need? Well, because I was like, it sucks. It does suck. <laughs> like, it does it suck. It does suck. It sucks. Yes. And like, but you don't want to have 500 texts that say, this sucks. No. And everybody tries to think of these like amazing One-liners. words. And it's like, yeah. just say, like, it does suck. I don't know what, like. Yeah, it does suck. It's awful. But it, like, I think one of my favorite things, we had this amazing priest my parents are Catholic and we didn't have like a Catholic church mm-hmm. funeral for mm-hmm. my brother, but they had a Catholic priest that had mm-hmm. retired so mm-hmm. he could come into a funeral home and do the whole Catholic yeah. shtick. Yeah. Um, but we went and visited with him afterwards, like a week later. And he was like, one, I've never apologized for being late anymore. Well, <laughs> if I do keep you waiting, I do usually apologize. But he said, you're never late. You're on God's time. Yeah. I was like, I'm just on God's time. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> just writing my book on God's time. <laughs> then also he said, instead of saying he had just lost his sister, and he was like, I always encourage everybody to say instead of I'm sorry. Mm. Because, yes, what, like I get the sentiment of like, I am sorry. Like, mm-hmm. that's hard. Mm-hmm. He just suggested saying something about love. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. I mm-hmm. care for you. I'm sure you had a lot of love for them. Mm-hmm. And bring love into that sadness mm-hmm. instead of making it something to feel like you have to continue to mourn and mm-hmm. grieve. You know what I really like is when you invite someone to share a picture about the one that's passed. You see their eyes light up. You can tell they're they're sad, right? But they just go back into a flooding of wonderful memories of feeling the love and not the loss by just reflecting on a picture. It's wonderful. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and you've been listening to Business of Glam. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to subscribe, review, and download this podcast. If you're ever in the Denver area, be sure to come by and see us at Glamour Bar. Until then, stay glam.